Hi, everyone. This is Todd Fuller with MSTA Presents, and we're doing things a little differently this week. Um, you may have noticed that there are several shorter podcasts up on our podcast feed and uh, showing up in some of our social media sites. And that's because we've been talking to uh, several of the presenters for this week's uh, next week's convention uh, and, and workshops. And uh, so this is one of our other presenters. I'm excited to get the opportunity to talk with Jennifer Kidwell. Um, Jennifer is a classroom teacher at DeSoto 73. She's also the chair for the foreign language department. Jennifer, thank you for being willing to do this for me. Hey, no problem. I'm glad to do it. Great to talk with you. Yes. I, I wanted to start. That's kind of the same question I've asked a few of the other presenters. Um, knowing that we have individuals out there that have never uh, done a presentation for us before, maybe never have done any presentations and they're, they're kind of on the fence, but they have some really good ideas that others would benefit from hearing. I was wondering if you could give some advice or some, maybe some words of encouragement to anybody who's thought about presenting, but hasn't yet done so. Oh, yeah, I'd be happy to. Um, I've presented a few times with MSTA and also a few times at a few other conferences like Gifted Association. Um, we had a technology one here in Jefferson County I presented at before as well. Um, one thing that I would say as far as like the biggest piece of advice, check all your tech equipment first. Make sure that you have all your cords. Make sure oh, everything... Yes. Like, yeah, make sure it's all all lined up together and it all works out great. Um, one thing that I found that I did during one of my presentations, I got a lot of great feedback on, was I had a slideshow that I made and every slide on the slideshow had a QR code. And that way, if they got kicked out of it, they could get back into it. They could access it really easily through the QR code. I also would have maybe like multiple QR codes where they could link up to something else and look at it while I was on that slide and they can look at another ancillary material. Um, that was really helpful. Using QR code generators online mm -hmm. for free has been a blessing for my presentations. So That's I had a lot of great feedback with that. That's great. You just provided not only information for anybody thinking about doing a a workshop for other educators, but just anybody like me. Thank you. You anybody who's going to do any kind of workshop. That is that is a great piece of advice. Thank you. I appreciate it. Yeah, um, the attendees really, really liked being able to jump in and out of it and just put their phone up and scan it and they could look at it right there and didn't have to worry about I can't see there's a glare on the screen, you know, whatever. Um, it was it was great for them. So well, yeah, very helpful. Thanks, Jennifer. I, I I appreciate that. I I'm going to write that down here in a second so that I I remember that. Um, let's talk specifically about your workshop. It its title is Flipping Forward: Bringing Flipped Classroom to 21st Century Problem Solving. I know that everyone listening to us knows what a flipped classroom is. I asked you before we got started if you would humor me just for a second and explain flipped classroom again for. For people like me, who who has a general understanding, but it always helps to be get a refresher. Sure, absolutely. So flipped classroom is one of those buzzwords. It's been around for quite a while. And pre-COVID, I had toyed around with some flipped classroom ideas. But a lot of what was given to me as a foreign language teacher was just pretty close to like web quests or research type things. And I could never really rectify how to put that together with the idea of flipped classroom. So flipped classroom basically is taking what you know about a traditional classroom and turning it upside down. So anything that would be considered traditional homework, 
that you send kids home with and hope that they're doing it right. You actually do that in class together. Okay. Um, and it gives you more opportunity for discussion. It gives you time to answer questions. You can um, put in different scenarios and um, try out different things that they maybe wouldn't have thought of whenever it came time to doing that work. And then the stuff that people would do in class with the classroom instruction, they can refresh after the lesson or they can prepare for the next day's lesson and then come in totally ready to go. As a foreign language teacher, it has really been helpful for me to use flipped classroom. It really makes a lot of sense for my classroom. And in my description for my workshop, I had talked about how I started doing it when we went to hybrid learning. Um, we had kids that were at home. We had kids that were there. We had kids that would have to do both because they were quarantined. Sure. So there were kids just all over the place trying to stay a part of the classroom, the classroom and trying to find that connection. So I started changing up all of my different lesson plans and things. And I, just to let you know, this this year is my 27th year of teaching. Okay. So after 20 plus years of teaching a certain way to go to flipped classroom, you know, it was a little bit daunting at first, mm -hmm. but I jumped in and I did. It. I'm like, you know, wanted to do this anyway. I think it makes sense for foreign language. So let's just go with it. And there were some things I did right, some things I did wrong. Um, things that I'm really excited to share about flipped classroom, um, some troubleshooting things. What if the kids don't all have internet? And that's all stuff that we're going to cover in the session. So it sounds like it's going to be interesting and helpful for anyone, regardless of what their discipline is and what they're teaching. Um, yes. what is, uh, what is the, um, the, the workshop that you're presenting? I mean, I, I think of, I think of our workshops um, are happening after a business meeting on the first day. And so people are tired or they're happening first thing in the morning on uh, Friday morning and they're tired. Uh, I'm, <laughs> I'm sure you have things that will be, you'll be using to engage people and keep them, their interest peaked. Uh, did, did you want to talk about so. any of the things? <laughs> I'm sure you will. Anything <laughs> in particular in the workshop that you want to bring up or talk about? Um, well, we're going to try a little bit of everything. I want to, you know, read the room a little bit, get the temperature of the room, find out, do we have middle school teachers? Do we have high school teachers? Do we have elective teachers? Do we have core class teachers? And try and divide up activities for them. Um, I've got tons of sample activities planned, um, ways that we can do some planning together, get people started right away so they can leave there with something that they can actually put into use. And with the convention being the time of year it is, it's mm -hmm. a great time to implement a few of those ideas at the end of the semester just to try them out in our classrooms and then maybe even make a switch in second semester. Okay, so that's great. So you're going to try to tailor it a little bit to the audience then in, in terms yes. of who you who you end up with in, in the, the workshop. Um, yes, and the, the description on the... Um, the description in the pamphlet mm -hmm. and online says that it's more geared toward foreign language, but I did change that up a little bit. It is geared toward any teacher six through 12. Okay. Well then that's important information to get out. Um, we'll, yeah. we need, we'll, and we'll make sure to do that, but this is the kind of workshop, uh, that would be of interest to just anyone who is thinking about the flipped classroom and doing something, um, maybe in, like in your case that they hadn't done before, but they decided it was, you decided it was ready to give it a try. Um, mm -hmm. it, is there anything else, Jennifer, that, uh, you want to mention or talk about in, in terms of the workshop as we, we start to wrap things up? Um, if people have a device that they'd like to bring like a Chromebook, oh, a laptop or tablet, that would be fantastic. 
um, so that we can go ahead and start getting some activities together. Um, I'll have paper and pencils provided if we can do some brainstorming that way. Um, I'm going to try and cover all the bases, so to speak. Well, like you said, we'll be coming out of a business meeting. So um, that's the first one I'm giving. And then I'm giving the session again in the morning. So there's two opportunities okay. to learn about flipped classroom. Okay, good. Yeah. So if you don't get the opportunity to go in the afternoon on Thursday, uh, wake up early and get ready to go in on Friday and uh, see the workshop right. then. Jennifer, yeah. I, I let me mention the, the title one more time, Flipping Forward, Bringing Flipped Classroom to 21st Century Problem Solving. Jennifer, thank you for being willing to talk to me about the, the workshop. It's just a, a short introduction, but I think it's going to be uh, helpful to a lot of our members. And I'm, I'm excited that uh, you, you get the opportunity to present the information. I'm excited for them to hear about it. So Jennifer, thank you for being, being willing to join me today for the podcast. Absolutely. Thanks for having me. And I am excited to share with lots of teachers.